0: Hey everybody, Uh, welcome to the second episode of Two Little Ditties. We're very excited about this one because we have our first guest, Lily Mae Harrington, on the topic of true love. So we both bring in songs, it's really great. Uh, So that'll be coming up soon, but before that, I just want to let everybody know that we'd really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us a review because it helps tremendously with visibility and our reputation. Also, we're going to be getting our podcast up on um, Spotify and some of the other uh, hosting sites. Uh, so look forward to that. Anyway, that's it. I hope you all enjoy this episode. Too little is about one thing. Too little bitty. Is- There's a microphone stand <laughs> that keeps falling over, and uh, I now have my Nick's wallet. Wallet now has a purpose. It's, so a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, hey, it's useful in one way. Yeah. Uh, good job, well done. Shame, shame. Um, <laughs> that was last week. Yeah, last week was shame,
1: last shame, week was shame. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We like to start off on a really high note emotionally. Yeah, right.
2: We're not depressed at all. Damn. Something songs I song- about shame.
0: Shame. I mean. Yeah, it's rough. Where
2: did you? Wow. Okay.
0: Uh, well, we just saw. We just sang about shame. About shame. We just. You know. Yeah, and then we yeah. were
1: like really embarrassed about our songs. <laughs> yeah,
0: we felt a lot of shame in the songs that we wrote, and we just love making jokes about that. Just an uh,
2: episode full of shame.
0: Yeah, I was talking song- to somebody about the podcast earlier and i was like yeah it's a lot of fun however i think we're gonna have to lighten the mood at some point because know, we started I know. off with shame no but it was <laughs> light. true love which we is felt heavy.
1: but i feel like it came off pretty fun and light.
0: yeah well i think that we're just naturally uh, hilarious, hilarious people <laughs> yeah, so it's so, just kind of like it's light
2: you make joy out of your shame
0: yeah so, true love. So, you've released this EP.
2: Yes, I've released the EP.
0: And you feel like everything that you've written about it is either about love or sex.
2: Yeah, I feel like I am, as a songwriter, just getting into the realm of non love songs. Like, okay. I feel like for the first couple years, it was just like the only thing that could possibly come out of me. Sure. Like, there was no other true feeling that I was feeling that it was inspiring writing Mm -hmm. music as much as more of the intoxicating love that you were talking about rather than the actual like we're good supportive partners to each other, and this is beneficial. It's usually mm-hmm. the pain, yeah, yeah. Exactly. the suffering, exactly, so like unrequited love, right? Exactly. So you, you had to purge, you had to purge
0: yourself of all Excuse of those me, I'm a
2: nasty ass cough. Oh, that's from okay. These you did crazy a great job. Thank
0: you for not coughing into the mic. That was great. <laughs> Very professional. Uh, so you feel like uh, you've purged yourself, or you're getting to the point where you're like, I've yeah. purged myself of that. The 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 dense kind I, of.
2: Yeah, Club I definitely songs. feel like those three are like the the ones where I'm like, Okay, I feel like I've gotten this out of my system. Yeah. And uh two of them are about the same person, I would say. Okay. And then one of them is more about myself, which is what kind of body of water is more about. Ooh, yeah. that's a good title for that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah,
0: I I feel that like when I when I started stand up, I was uh, I was heartbroken. I was like shattered by this woman from when I was 20 years old. And that was like everything that I wrote came from just like anger towards just like myself, women. And I know it sounds bad, but I was 20 and I had my heart. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I, I was playing music at the time and I quit music and I started comedy just so I could just like quit uh, you know trying to write poetically about it and just be straightforward on stage you right know?
1: Um, well I, the, I mean having your heart broken can really inspire a lot of creativity like absolutely Nick went the jovial route I went the the one woman show <laughs> very <laughs> dramatic I wrote a one woman show about a girl who was dead but didn't know it yet Whoa. and for an hour it was about her like getting to the point of realizing that her life had ended <laughs>
2: I kind (laughs) of love that, though. See, maybe I'm still in that phase that you're talking about where I'm like, that
1: sounds great. There was other fucked up elements of it. I mean, she was in love with this guy whose name was Morris, which means death in Latin, and he was in love with his mother. So it's just a whole... uh, Wow. It was a crazy show. Yeah. But, But yeah, I think that there's nothing like Heartbreak... Or death, I guess, no. the, to inspire
2: creativity in a way. And yeah. so
0: this was like a recent thing that you had with somebody, or were you just. I wouldn't kind
2: of call like, it recent, which is the a, most pathetic part, that's fine. I think. No, I don't
0: think that's. I, don't think, that <laughs> I that's think that
2: happens <laughs> to no, a when, lot of people. Yeah, no, when I realized, like, you know, the the what, you realize the ones that really mess you up are the ones that, like, are sticking around after maybe four or five years, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Why does that still bother me?" Yeah, right. Um, and you realize, "Wow, that person actually messed me up, even though I thought I was in this like intoxicating, transfixed love with them." You know, right now right. I just have PTSD. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, oh wow, now I'm treating all relationships like that one. In yeah. Uh, and yeah, so I feel like I'm again just stepping out of that fog. Um, but yeah, I would say I wrote some of these, one of these songs, maybe four years ago, another one, maybe three years ago. And then the other one, maybe last year. Mm. And I'd been slowly recording all of them in different versions too, kind of with myself or like a lo-fi type of producer situation. And then finally found an awesome team that I started working with who were like just as passionate about it, which felt really cool. And, uh, yeah, and then they kind of just came about and uh, we had a couple other ones re-recorded and I actually released one last year as a single and um, when it came time, it was just kind of like, these three belong together, they work together, they're like the same story in my own like dramatic storyteller way. I was like, in they were in such a specific time and again, like I said, a lot of it was about that person and then me coming out of that. Um, it felt wrong to try to include some other song on it to like, Be like, Oh, I need an upbeat song for this like thing and it was just kinda like, No, like these just this is what this period is for me. Does that person know that those songs are about them? I think he knows and he doesn't want to admit it to himself, but constantly tells me when I see him that his favorite song is the one that is for sure about him. Oh wow. So maybe a little bit of a narcissist. So you still see this person. Not by choice, but, <laughs> yeah, we're still in oh, si- similar social groups. Oh, yeah, right. and I wish him the best. <laughs> and uh, it's good because he's in a long-term relationship now, which actually makes me happy, which makes me go, oh, wow, like, you're not a total, can I say dick? Like, am I allowed to say anything I want here? Yeah, well, of course. keeping this yeah, family-friendly. Yeah. No yeah. way. No. Fuck, no. shit, puss. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I what was I saying? I oh, I, I uh, he's not a total dick. He he has the capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To that he has the capacity healthy, to like maybe be in love with someone, which right. like made me very happy because it kind of actually felt like, Oh, maybe this person actually like isn't capable of stunted. that. Right. Yeah. And were they were for sure stunted, whether ah. or not they were not capable or whatever. But so it actually like brought me a piece to know that like he was with someone that he seems happy with and that's good and I just don't really want to be around them all the time and that's fine.
1: And how do you feel about love now? Like like do you feel like it's in the cards for, or like are you or I don't or is this too
3: personal? No.
2: I, mean, I feel like um again, like I said, after that relationship I had a lot of repeats of similar patterns mm. and I was acting similar ways with similar people and other similar relationships and kind of going, oh wow, like. Like just choosing people that weren't available kind of Yeah, thing. because that was like what I was used to and what we were supposed to do as 24, 25 year olds and not commit or, and be cool with that and which is still cool with some people and when with me on occasion with people, but um I think there was definitely this level of only creating a certain type of pattern of relationship because I was comfortable with it because it's what I knew with that person for like sadly on and off a year and a half, two years. Right, it's like the devil you know. Yeah, Yeah. and and so I feel like, again, like uh, now... For me, I mean, I think we all go through like self-love things here and there. I, I don't think that ever fully like goes away for everyone where it's like, you know, you wake up in the mornings and sometimes you're like, oh man, like... I suck yeah. yeah and I feel like everybody no matter who you are no matter what race, gender whatever you are that like everybody has those moments well and, and
1: life is a journey towards becoming less attractive it's <laughs> it's like, and then overcoming that you have, so it's like you, the once you get the better skills there's more to overcome life exactly. is like, like, a journey right.
0: to what now? You
1: where said? it's getting less attractive right
0: the <laughs> idea of love or just yourself
1: no just you that it's like you, you have to it's like you start becoming less like sexually attractive maybe I'm talking more about women I don't know but like so it's like well, you yeah, have to, have own to it, find a stronger way of loving yourself the, the right. older you get or it can get really bad because yeah. you're getting older right yeah. right and
2: <laughs> yeah and it's kind of again makes you realize like the kind of things you need to like do to your, for yourself too yeah. And, uh, and yeah so that's what I realized I would say in like the last two years and then Yeah, I'm seeing someone now. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, it's still at the beginning. That's that's good. And uh, he's already made me realize already, just by certain prompted questions he's asked me in our fantastic communication that we have, um, certain things, and I realize, oh my God, I I have been acting this way because which way? Um, you don't not getting too specific. No, but letting someone else's needs come before mine, uh, and sure, not yeah. realizing that I deserved to have my needs met just as much, if not more. And and mm-hmm. the guy I'm seeing now, his mentality is, um, you know, like very much treating you know their woman like a queen, and it's just kind of that's well, also I, I feel like different kind of in this millennial age too of like we're equals and blah 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 and like. Of course, I'm a feminist, and I'm very strong in my own um, ideals. But uh, at the same time, I'm not going to lie. Like, I love this idea of like him like worshiping me on my feet. So I think it's important
1: because women often the default is the inverse of that. So it's like it's almost like we need that much to compensate for the fact that our default is like, what do you need? What can I do for you? Yeah, you know, like don't pay attention to me. So it's like you need a lot in a way to, to counterbalance that natural reflex. Yeah. Or for me, I do. I don't know. Can yeah. you feel
0: weird talking about love knowing that you're seeing somebody that uh, where... Uh, Why are you <laughs> love, saying this, Nick? Love may not be a uh, uh, thing in the relationship yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a weird thing. That's what I yeah. think is weird talking about true love on a podcast <laughs> is that, like... Um, Who's going to listen to this thing? Not saying that no one will. Saying like, really, who is going to listen? You know what I mean? Right.
2: Probably the people who aren't really in a true love situation now. Right. I don't know. That's what I would think. Right. I think... uh, (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) No, I I, I agree. No diss
2: to anybody listening, but like totally just trying to understand it. Mm -hmm. Trying to like move to like a next step of it if Mm -hmm. that's what they want to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like... Uh, but let's talk about falling in love for a
1: second. Because yeah. um, have you guys been? You say so you've been in love with that guy.
2: The with first, that the guy one, that the song. Yeah. I, I don't know if or I was would, that love. Uh, I continually question that. I think it was an infatuation put in uh, a situation that. So uh, how do you know it when it like is? that? Like, yeah. um, I feel like I. Again, I feel like it's different with different people. Like I, I feel like I fulfill different parts of love with different people, which might be, again, I might be alone there in different No, I think ways, that makes sense. I think yeah. that makes
0: sense. I think there are different types of love, and you can still be in love. However, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion, I think, like you said, that one person, mm-hmm. right, that four or five years later, you're still like, why does that still bother me? Mm-hmm. And maybe that is a truer love, you know, I don't know. Because like, maybe for me, like, I I,
2: hope not.
0: Right. I know. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I mean,
2: that's how I feel about that love is if that's love, I don't want to experience that again, at least with someone who is unavailable to it. Right. And I think that's, that's really been my personal issue is like falling for people who are unavailable. Do you think Uh, you fell that
1: hard? Because like, Cause there's this whole thing like in, you know, in the opera Carmen where she's like the, you know, love What does she say? It, it's a, it's a rebellious <laughs> child. <Yes. laughs> Sorry. I had to trans- translate it Yeah, head. No, 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 I um, you And you know, up, and if, and if, and if you love me, I won't love you. And if I love you, watch out.
2: <laughs> is that what <laughs> the, the translation is? That's
1: a, that's well, punk out, like be on guard or watch out for yourself. I don't know. Mm. But, um, But just that whole thing of like, if you love, if you're in love with someone, it makes them withdraw. And if they're in love with you, you withdraw. I've definitely experienced that a lot. And I think I want someone to love me back. And then once they do,
2: I'm like, ooh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like both of us would continually experience that with each other. Right. So then we would continually feel that high of like. we've been away do you still love me i still love you but now i don't love you and because i've been away and uh, you know it's like the waves it's like riding the waves, yeah the tumultuous seas yeah
0: relate to that and i feel
2: like i lost a lot of myself in that in that particular place which again i i don't think i personally don't think that that is love or that's not like a love that's gonna Sustained. It's like a sick. It's like a sick love. I was talking to somebody at a
0: bar the other night. uh, uh, It was a friend, and I was talking. She asked me about relationships and how I function in relationships, and I was saying how I go from like uh, I tend to um, like be with someone for a little. I've never had a relationship go longer than a year, and I, I tend to like be with somebody and then just not really know like what is going on or why I'm feeling the things that I'm feeling and I just leave because I panic because I'm just like, mm. I don't know what this is or where it's going to go or why I feel this way or why I don't feel this way. And I leave. Uh, and she said, she told me therapy can fix that is what she said. And I said, I don't know if that's true, but s- a- part of me is like, maybe it is like, maybe I could give myself more to people if I sat with some, cause I, I mean, I've been in and out of therapy my entire life, but that hasn't been like a thing that I've like consciously worked on. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is that true? Like, t- can you talk to a person who can then give you advice on how to make you love better?
1: Well, I don't think it's advice. I think it's like they'll Tools. have you... They'll give you a safe right, place right. to encounter the parts of yourself that feel unsafe in those circumstances. And you'll finally find out what they want and be able to give it to them. So or I mean. give
0: it to yourself. Well,
1: that's what hey, I mean. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Those parts of yeah. yourself. Does like, that make sense? It does. Yeah. And I feel like... uh yeah, and again I feel like there are definitely parts of yourself that you have to like learn and be comfortable with in which like you said therapy can help before you can really good therapy. Show someone. Yeah. I mean, and again I and I've been in therapy on and off and I've relationships for me too have not been something at the forefront of those talks
1: right same yeah why yeah i mean i guess i went in once when i got my heart broken that time i went into therapy and all i could talk about was like death 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 um i don't know why getting my heart broken just immediately made me think about death a lot Mm. because i felt like a part of me just died (laughs) Um, with a relationship forever. that you had but or The first or? time I got my heart broken, arguably mm. maybe the only real time. But I um, think
0: that that's a thing, right? So that's a, that's a big... That was big. Right. But I think that's big for a lot of people. I think that if you are really, really head over heels... Like when I, when I was 23, I fell in love with this girl and we were together for a year. And I was like... I remember that. I, I was sick over this girl. Because we knew each other working at a restaurant for like about three months. And then we got together. And then within a month of our relationship, she said I can't do this and she left and then I was devastated right and so I told her I was like can you just meet me at this bar and just hear me out and I went we talked for like an hour and then we got back together and stayed together for a year and then we like broke up a a few times at the end of that year and then she came back and she was like I we we need to do this we need to make this work and then I was like I can't do it anymore left and then I was like wait no I want to go back and then I went back and she was like nope and so that relationship ended but that was like the most the biggest heartbreak and the most I've felt I think in love in my life and since then it's been very hard to just be like as present as I think I'd like to be or give things more of a chance than I think they deserve Mm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do do you relate to that
1: I do relate to that Um, because that ended so badly for me um, I put those feelings away in a place But it's just not accessible yet. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time. But it's like, I do feel like one day I'll feel safe again for something like that. I'm just not there. Um, You know? And it set me on a long creative path full of coping mechanisms
3: and stuff.
2: I wrote a lot of plays and yeah, jokes. And that, that's why know. I'm grateful. I have music <laughs> yeah. because honestly, for me, that's been the most therapeutic thing in these relationships that I have found myself, even if it's just getting it out there. And, then and I don't think it was the person. Song,
1: I don't think it was the person that inspired that. I think it was just mm. the time in my life. Yeah. And it was someone I connected to really strongly at that time in my life. It opened up potential in my brain for a certain kind of experience of reality. It's kind of like Mm. an acid trip, Mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. Like, in the sense that it's like, nothing's the same after that. Mm -hmm. The whole world looks different. Lily,
0: mm -hmm. do you think that you have, have, like, been truly in love? Do you think that that's a thing that's happened?
2: I think that has happened at one point. It wasn't this person. I would, like this person and I were not even ever committed to each other. And I relate to you in saying, like I've been in two different year long committed relationships. And again, and like right at the year for me too, weirdly enough, whether or not that's like our own kind of like maturing patterns of like, I'm a completely different person this year than I was the year before. And just like learning about yourself and growing as an artist or an individual or whatever. Um, and I feel like I you know I had that like senior year high school love into college sure. and that feels really real. Feels real. That yeah. feels really really real. Sure. And, uh, and at least should. the chemicals in your body, yeah, you feel, the chemicals you feel really, so really, really that. For was that. Early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing is, that was yeah. early. Yeah, we and were I mean, dumb enough to just go with it, right? <laughs> and be like, "What would our house look like if we got a house sure. together one day? What color would we paint the okay, door?" I still do that even when I'm not in love. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're. A I do a loser. that before <laughs> I've even <laughs> met someone on a Tinder date. Okay.
0: Oh wait, what? Uh, no, no there are yes, sometimes. No, it's you true, guys, sometimes there are sometimes. Play it out
2: and it just. Yeah, there are some times where it just happens, where it's like either you're swiping someone or you meet someone in Gelson's or whatever it is. And there's something in your head that just goes like, boom, 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 boom. Like this image, this image, this image, this image yeah. of your future with this person, yeah. married. I've had I do that dreams. way
0: more than I than I think I think about like actually falling in love. I think uh, about yes. like, wow, this person. I could see myself with them and I could see kids in a, in a home. And I, uh, you know, I have this fantasy of moving to a mountain and opening a coffee shop. And I'm like, they would be <laughs> the greatest the manager. <laughs> <be good> there.
1: <laughs> I've had, well, I've had weird like dreams about people like where it's like, really? where we're in. Yeah. Like a, like a person you've never seen recently, before. No, people that I know, I think especially recently, cause I'm just like completely repressed all <laughs> romantic, uh, inclinations. Uh but I'll have like dreams, yeah, where we're in like a long-term thing or or I don't know, or maybe it's just the feeling that I'm looking for. I don't know, it's weird. I do have a friend who when she met the guy that she had kids with, she doesn't remember this, but she called me up the night she met him and she said, "I saw in my head, I saw our grandchildren, like I saw them, and I know I'm going to be with this person for the rest of
0: my life." That's scary.
1: And now they're married and they have two kids and wow. like it's all going to
0: happen. No, I mean, like, it's like it's really scary. Something's yeah. wrong. <laughs> <A woman, laughs> There's no grandchildren. She was right. Yeah. Well, you think the are they grandchildren there yet?
2: No, but they will be. That's great. I, I had a different experience again, which like I fight this line of is it sex or is it love? Because this I've had another experience with the person again that year and a half toyed on and off with similar to this other person I wrote all these songs about Mm -hmm. and um, and when I met him and again I don't know if you call this true love this is just animal instinct when I met him I could literally like feel my inside ovaries being like you need to mate with this person right. now, nice. not like "ooh, I want to like have sex with you." It's like no. you are you need like to mate. You are partners. Ma- yes, yes. I need yes.
0: To fulfill my Yes, needs. yes. I, I yes. Can, yeah. Yeah.
2: And uh, that is an overwhelming feeling. And again, is that love? Like I don't really know. I think I've determined that that is animal instinct like it's we were an just animal. talking about but there's some there's got to be overlap on the venn diagram between
1: the absolutely. two so you can't have one
2: without the other absolutely but if, if you have the animal instinct but don't have the same future goals that fucking sucks right it's
1: like it is at the end of the day a conscious choice too exactly like, it's like my parents have been together for fucking 40 years <laughs> And that is a recurring conscious choice. It's got to be. It's got to be. Right. (laughs) I think we should
0: uh, should get into the song. I don't want to cut this off abruptly, but let's get into the songs now. Sure. Okay. Uh, I know you got to be out of here at a certain time. Right. right, Let's do it. We
1: don't want this to drag on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's dragging
0: on. I think it's it's great, but uh, just for um, uh, time permitting. For Um, sure. So do you want to. Which
1: one should we do first?
0: What would you like to do first? Would you like to play your song first or hear ours?
1: Let's hear you guys. Oh god!
0: Okay. Okay. All right, cool. All right, great. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not. A f- I mean, we just made it quickly this week. So yeah, we'll just no, tell you great.
0: the uh, the way we did this song was we recorded it in my car uh, last night. So on
2: we, the voice memos.
0: On no no no. So we recorded it on my laptop. Uh, Rena has a roommate that doesn't, No, we
1: don't need to talk about it.
0: Doesn't like her. No, no, and no, she no. She really doesn't like me. So we won't. Okay. We won't talk about it. She's never going to listen to the podcast.
1: That's a good point. She will. <laughs> never. She will never. In listen. fact, she will
0: give it one star without listening to it. Oh God. Uh, she doesn't like me. She doesn't want me to even be around, so I'm not allowed to go to Rena's place. No. Yeah. So we recorded outside of her house in His my car. car. Uh, what did you
2: have, like a little Yeti mic or yes. something? Yes. Yeah. A Yeti did your computer? Mic. Exactly.
0: Wow. Okay. That's laptop. awesome. Actually. I played the guitar in the front seat and the driver's seat of my car. Yeah. And then we recorded. And then I added some piano, whatever. And then she had a piano in her house and mixed it a little bit. A little, but so that's I'm, just just a background. I
1: don't know what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> Um, so here, here is, here is our song.
1: Yay! Yay. We wrote it at Guitar Center, did we? We wrote it, yeah.
0: So, well, yeah. yeah. So, Rena and I, Rena and I, don't have have anything. We have nothing. Uh, We, so yeah, we don't like. My apartment is not conducive for really much of anything except for living there, and uh, I'm not allowed in her place, so. We don't really have What a, did
2: you do? Like <laughs> I
0: well, it's no, complicated. No, it's not about No. It's, All right, sorry. sorry she sorry, just sorry, she sorry, was sorry. she's very mean arena and <laughs> and okay. I spoke out about it and she it's was like right. you're not allowed back here and I was like okay. Um anyways, so we went to Guitar Center and we sat at the uh we we started in the guitar room, the acoustic room. <laughs> And then we went to uh, the piano. The
1: Keys, the keys area. Gotcha. Yeah. And then we
0: wrote it there and then recorded it We wrote the car.
1: tune there. Yeah, then we wrote the lyrics. Then we, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Ideally, uh, we won't do that every time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: How yeah, many people small. do you think write songs in Guitar Center? Like, probably a lot. I right? feel like there's got to
0: be a hand. There's got to be you know, a real know. thing. If they let you just play. Right. It doesn't cost mm-hmm.
2: anything. Right.
1: Yeah. We need more pianos everywhere. There they used read. to be pianos outside when I first moved here. There was one in did Silver Lake. Did they have those here? They did. Oh wow. When I first moved here, there was one in Silver Lake and I would go. They play. should have more. They have those like everywhere else. Everywhere in else. Europe, and I here like. we have the weather, so Yeah. anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. We wanted to make it be about yeah. like the timing not being right was kind of what we were mm. going for. Yeah. You know, like
2: Not mm. quite. So, like not quite.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, make sure you're talking to the mic.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Starlight, not quite. Is yeah, all I said.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. So it's. Um, yeah. No, I like that. I can't put my finger on what band you guys sound like singing together. Hmm. And that strum pattern. Is it. Uh, they had that like one song that was like a really fast like ukulele happening in the back. Is it a guy is and a it girl? Beirut? No, is oh, that I a love band? Beirut. That's yeah. a band, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's some Beirut song that's, that's like giving that. me vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. That's cool. No, no, no. That's like totally a vibe. I no, think you yeah. guys definitely uh, captured cool. A yeah, vibe. I like
0: I like them. Yeah. That's great. I yeah. thought at some point I was like, I sound a little bit like Sufjan Stevens there. And the, there's <laughs> I one definitely hear some sufjan a 2nd I'm, I'm not a Sufjan fan. I think I liked him for uh, a few songs. And then I was like, yeah, he's good. And then he also said, I'm going to write an <laughs> album for every state.
1: And then he wrote like two albums. Yeah, <laughs> he, he has some good love songs, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the, for sure. The, no, the Predatory
1: Predator, Wasp of whatever, whatever. That yeah, he know.
2: captures sounds that are like really again that like you feel like you hear in your own body I think that's also what what I really like about Sufjan yeah Um, he's very and I'm not like a huge like specific fan of his but every time I hear him I'm like ooh that like it resonates yeah there's some overtone that's like ooh I felt that I've heard that you know
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah how are you Ezra how are you I just want to check in with Ezra here (laughs) how are you doing this is our producer Ezra um, yeah, I thought you guys sounded like hauling outs, maybe that's Whoa. just me.
3: <laughs> of mine. Oh, my <laughs> god.
1: <laughs> god. They're literally my fa- one of my favorites. They're great. That's cool. a good
0: one. Thanks, okay. man. Uh-huh. Thanks, dude. Holland Hell yeah. Best dude. music videos of
1: all
2: time.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know
2: if I've seen a Holland O's music Oh my
1: god, video you gotta myself. watch The Method of Modern Love. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's so good. His his face appears one of them singing, and then the other one's face appears in the big moon behind him <laughs> singing. <laughs> It's so good. Uh,
0: I I thought it was really interesting because you said something about in reference to this person. Uh, You said, uh, "What was it?" Uh, I wish you the best, and that's Uh, the last line of the song. Yeah, which I was was just going to wait to say that because that was something that like I said because I said white teeth, white dress, and I was referring to a specific person, and also so long, wish you the best. Um, And it is kind of like that thing where you're just like, "Yeah, I hope. I uh, yeah, I hope everything goes great." Yeah, no, it's good, but it's like a
1: bittersweet kind of just it's like after the storm kind of feeling in a way. Yeah. It's like everything's calm now and OK, but I feel like wish you the
0: right. best is never entirely sincere. I feel like inherently. No, right. That phrase can't be entirely sincere. Right? I can't help think
2: about it with wish you the best, like a business transaction where right. it's like we did
0: business together, we right. did a
2: deal, it didn't go great. I'm not gonna affect your business, not gonna talk shit about you on right. the street. Yeah. I really wish you all the best. it's right. to live and love We will not be continuing yeah. Co-exist. with your business. Like, yeah. Like I feel like and I, I almost feel like I can't help sometimes think about it like in that way too. I was actually just watching an episode of Broad City where they're at their one year anniversary. And they have a paper. And they're like, this is what I'm going to try next year. This needs to be on the books. And he's like, I want to watch four romantic comedies. Like They did a funny version of exactly what I'm talking about where it's like a relationship to a degree almost has to be handled communication-wise, like a business transaction mm. for everybody to get their wants. It's right. what I've at least realized for me, communication-wise. Like, I'm so much better communicating in business right. than I for myself oh, for than sure. I am in a relationship for myself. Right. Yeah. So I kind of had to...
0: Yeah, I wish I had that same thing, but for relationships where I could be like, well, I'm just going to lock into this one part of myself uh, for communicating well, like what I need to say. Instead, Across I just retreat and I'm like, I oh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've had people be like,
0: are we in a courtroom right now? Uh, and I'm like,
2: uh, kind of. <laughs> yeah.
0: So let's get to your song. Uh, yeah. Uh, it it's called Body of Water. Body of this water. is the one
1: about self-love, right?
2: Yes,
0: that's and what I'm saying. And I'm looking say. this up on okay. Spotify, where you can find it and listen to it uh, anytime Are there lyrics like. we can look at? Yeah, there are. Okay, so. Um,
2: I think I think it's sh- they should be the lyrics should also be on Spotify. If not, okay, cool. I can whip you out some. Yeah, great. Do yeah, we'll maybe so we can follow uh,
1: along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll play it and whip them out while we play it.
0: Whip them out. Here we go. Whipping it out.
4: Get off my mind Do you love me cause I'm smart and beautiful Or was it all that you could find Told my curves are in, they still don't fit my skin Guess the learning curve came a little late What you're loving on? What you're loving on?
1: Good. That was so good, <laughs> Thanks, guys. So good. Thanks. Oh, I really related to that. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, me too.
0: There's a lot to be related to. It's very. You have a great voice. Thank beautiful. you. Beautiful. Uh, really beautiful. Thanks. Did You do all the harmonies as well. You did. It's all me singing. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So
2: good. And And uh, all live instruments. The uh, wow. cellos on there. Ready. They- Shout out to my girl, Mia.
0: Mia. Um, So you got like a full band?
2: Yeah, well, I kind of do different things each time I perform live. With this particular um, collection of songs, it was kind of like the same four or five people between the guitars and the um, cello and the drums. The guy who produced it, David Diaz, is the drummer and the producer on that. And um, yeah, and you know, it's funny, while listening to it, Um, again, because it is totally a song about self-love, like, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's interesting is when I wrote this, again, it was, like, a while after I had left that person that we were talking about earlier, or just really cut the ties with that person. And uh, and it was this other person I was dating, as you do to get back on the horse, you know? Um, and he was cute and he liked to do the same things I like to do, but you know, I knew that it wasn't a long term thing. And, um, he made me realize too, like these different parts of my body that I was insecure about that he loved. That, like, I was like, what? Like, and so even though I wasn't in love with this guy, um, to be honest, the the love for the parts of myself that I couldn't see helped me kind of write that song and realize how what I was seeing versus what he was seeing versus what the whole rest of the world was seeing or hating or loving or whatever it was. And uh, yeah, and so again, someone I wasn't in love with inspired a love song about myself. So there you go.
1: Yeah, I really relate to that yeah yeah it is so strange often the people that are into me like things about me that i just abhor yeah. about myself and i can't believe that's something somebody likes but whatever yeah and um yeah, yeah and people can uh, teach oof. you to people can teach you you know to like yourself but it's an interesting right thing. And Uh,
2: it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, no, it should be me before anybody else. But you also kind of need other people to make you recognize, oh, I'm not being kind to myself. Oh, you're not seeing yourself.
1: Like you're you're what you think is objective is so incredibly tainted by your
2: right. Yeah. You.
0: uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's it's that's a it's a really rough part of of uh, I think being in a, in a, a romantic anything is, is having to confront those things even when somebody says you know i love this part of you or i love how you do this or i love this this part of your body or whatever uh it it's difficult to even hear that i think sometimes i feel like it's because you you've already decided these things to be As, true right
2: and you yourself yeah. yeah yeah so
0: you've already been like well this sucks about me.
2: So then, if someone tells you that it doesn't suck, they're
0: lying. They're lying. Or- they're full of, of it. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. so I think it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a process because you and and that happens with with a lot of aspects of of life. I think you know when you when creatively when somebody watches you do uh, perform or somebody says like, hey, you're really funny or you're a really great singer or whatever. And I think for me, uh, you know, in comedy, I was like, someone would be like, oh, you're great. I'd be like, I'm not. Like, you're just wrong. You're wrong about that. Uh, and then you make that person kind of feel like an asshole, right? So I think when somebody says, like, I love this part of you, and you're like, well, I, that is not true. I suck, or whatever. And <laughs> someone's like, Jesus Christ, and I guess <laughs> I'm a liar. And right. this, I mean, it's damaging to yeah. the relationship right. and how strong it could potentially be.
1: Right. That's why the work on yourself comes in play when you can be like, oh, well, I can still let them like that about me, even if I don't.
2: Yeah, but it also made me analyze, well, why don't I like right. that? And Why why can't I? is this such a problem? Right. Is it really for that myself? bad? Yeah. Right. right. Or, like, just certain things. Like, uh, he loved touching the skin on my arm, like, in my inside of my arm, in which I was so insecure about because there were little kind of, like, fleshy stretch marks or whatever. And, and he was like, no, like, that part of you is so soft. Like... You know, it was like, you know, he was like the, it was so strange where his, what his comforts were and that. And um, I think
1: we always think way more than we should that we, that we know what other people are thinking. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's so, it's, it's actually quite disconcerting when you think about how wrong we are most of the time and that the reality we're living in is so constructed. I imagine that's part of
0: like what? uh what we're talking about therapy <laughs> like uh <laughs> That's kind of like where, where part of the conversation that would have to come up yeah, is like deconstructing
1: yeah. your reality a bit. Yeah.
0: She or he said this thing to me about my body or my personality, and I don't believe it. And it's like, well, let's explore that. Let's examine. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. Uh, and oftentimes that comes from another person calling you a certain thing or saying that you're a certain way, and then you're carrying it on to this person being like, well, this person said this about me, or this is what I've decided is true. Right. Kind of like what you're or saying. I looked right.
1: this way at this age. So I guess that's yeah. how. I Look right,
2: right. I have a lot
1: of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely still feel like I'm like 16 with braces. Most yeah, of the I life. know. Right.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of these things, like this, ties into a lot of stuff that we talked about last week um, uh, on the topic of shame, which is uh, a lot of the, the insecurities that you have come from shame. And come right? From love triggers
1: age. can trigger shame. Right? Mm. Shame is the enemy of love, in a way. But love One can heal enemies. but love can heal shame. Yes. I guess is this song is about that. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And in and self, in, self in everyone's
2: love. own different way. Whether it's, you know, being a little chunky or being whatever, you know, it's uh it's true, though. If you're feeling ashamed, well, let's I say you're like sitting. It. It's She's OK. It sounds like a <laughs> chocolate chunky. bar, like something tasty.
1: Yeah. But like, let's say you're like sitting on a cliff and you're like feeling shame. If somebody really approaches you with an attitude of love. Even if they don't say anything, it, I think it can help the shame.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, well. I mean, it was a beautiful song. Yes,
2: (laughs) guys. Yours was too. I want to hear it like, you know. Better. (laughs) Better. Fully (laughs) produced. No, it's a great little demo. I can't believe you guys did that in the car. I think
1: when we're done with a bunch of songs, we'll probably like get a studio and record.
0: I
2: don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll go back and pick the best ones, I think, and rewrite and re-record. And Nice. And then feel a lot of shame. So the goal is
2: a song every week.
0: Yeah. It's insane.
2: What's your theme next week?
3: We
0: don't, don't know. know yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always it. We're so yeah. I think we'll we'll find out a system as we go along. You know, this is our first or second episode. First um, guest. First guest. Oh my God! Hi, hey, great guest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thanks, guys. Yeah, of course. Uh, are you playing live anytime soon?
2: Yes, I am. June fifteenth, Hotel Cafe. Wonderful. Okay. Please come. June fifteenth, Saturday night at eight. Right. Tickets are up online.
0: And her, your your right. full name is Lily Mae Harrington. Harrington. Yes. Uh uh yes, yes. Sister, yes. Of, Spotify. sister of Yes. <laughs> sister of friend. Travis <laughs> our buddy. Sister of Travis Harrington. Shout out. <laughs> Travis yeah. is a funny comedy writer and editor. Um, anyways, I, yeah, I think that that's, I think it's good. I think we should awesome. just, yeah. End of there. yeah. Thanks yeah. for doing the show. For yeah, sure.
2: Thanks for having me. Uh, Check out Body of Water on Spotify, Spotify and iTunes. Oh, Body of Water <laughs> <laughs> on Spotify. 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 Spotify,
1: Spotify. Spotify iTunes.
0: Um, cool. Should we do the countdown to, no, I'm just kidding. Let's just and. say goodbye. <laughs> 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 okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>